What is the Chabad response to religious Zionism? What is wrong with the desire to create a state? Why shouldn't we have a day recognizing the miracle and showing our Karas HaTev to Hashem for Jewish sovereignty over Eretz Yisrael? Why shouldn't we say Tachnon Yom Yerushalayim? Why do we care if the state was made officially on account of non-Jewish leaders, non-religious leaders, when Hey Tevis was also a result of ruling from a non-Jewish judge? Why is it wrong to say that after thousands of years of essentially being exiled from Yisrael and being persecuted in Yisrael, and now we are free and safe there, allowing us to create the greatest place for Lima and Mitzvahs in the world, that this is not a Schalta de Giula? When the Rebbe says that Hashem for spreading Hasidus was a Schalta de Giula, and that's not found in the original Mokedis, that are Magdir is Chalta de Giyula. Okay, you're picking on the, the Rebbe's wording on the Baal Shem Tev of Eschalta de Giyula. That you're going to have to say for a different time. Um, you're asking many questions. Of course, all revolving around one point. And I must say, I've addressed this more than once. I have it on Stump the Rabbi. I also have a section on my website, which is about the Tisrael, where I have several longer and shorter versions of this whole issue. I can only give you what I understand. That's all I can tell you. What I don't understand, I cannot tell you. This is how I understand it. Our Rabbeim have a very firm position that they've maintained over the last three generations. The Rebbe Hashabbos, the previous Rebbe's, and the Rebbe's at enormous personal cost. Enormous personal cost. In terms of their place in Kal Yisrael and their relationships with G'dayle Yisrael, and so on and so forth. And that position is that there is nothing Jewish that's not religious. Period, the end, full stop. Nadah. To explain it philosophically, the Jewish people are an eternal people. Menachem Begin came to see the Rebbe in 1977. So he said to the reporters who were questioning him about the visit, that he's on his way to Washington to meet President Carter about the peace treaty. He says, I'm not going to call them faithful talks because we're an eternal people. And if you're an eternal people, nothing is faithful. But I will call them important talks. And he wanted to see the Rebbe in anticipation of those talks. The eternity of the Jewish people is only Tere Mitzvahs. Everything else that the Jewish people adopt, whatever it is, whether it's... Uh, a political philosophy like Zionism, which is a nationalistic political philosophy, or what happened a few hundred years ago, where Jewish people wanted to address anti-Semitism by hiding their Jewishness. The position of Rabbi Seinu is that the Jewish people live and die by Judaism, period. There's nothing else. Like the Rebbe would quote the Rabbeinu Sadiagon all the time, Ein umaseinu uma elabiterasa. There is no Jewish identity without Torah. And on that basis, there is a very black and white position of the Rabbeim. That if there is an initiative by Jews to do things that may even be good, but if they're not directly connected to Torah, which means they're not under the direct sanction of G'dayli Yisrael, it may be a good thing. And if it's a good thing, it should be supported. If it's a good thing, or it shouldn't be opposed. But it's not a part of the definition of the Jewish people as the people of God. And
this is why the Rabbeim, who were anti-Zionists, they were very opposed to the political system of Zionism, because Zionism, certainly in the olden days, was deeply, deeply anti-religious, um, supported the state when it became a state. The Friedrich Rebbe told Shazar, in the past I opposed it, now I support it. The Rabbeim supported Eretz Yisrael. But they cannot support Eretz Yisrael as a part of what defines the Jewish people. It's Jewish, it's supportive, and it's helpful for Jewish people. But like everything else which the Jewish people adopt, which is not absolutely rooted and anchored in Torah, it's going to pass. It's complicated. It's not immortal. It's not forever. Only Torah is forever. Now, it's true that there are benef many benefits to Torah, Yiddishkeit, and all the things you say are true. There's no place in the world where Yiddin can learn Torah in the midst of like in Israel, especially now. They say that more than half the Jews in the world live there. It's, a, it's, a, it's an incredible Yishuv, and the Rebbe did everything in his power to support Eretz Yisrael. You know, Ein I believe Yisham Tamid Kala Yamim. The Rebbe's whole heart was in Eretz Yisrael, but to incorporate it as part of religion, in terms of not saying Tachnun, and in terms of saying Halal, means that we're accepting this, that this is part of the timeless Jew, it's part of the eternal Jew. And Arabeim could not support that, because it's not its foundation, its base, and even its definition isn't Taira Mitzvahs. It's Jewish people, and it's a political system. And to be sure, it's a political system that even before it was founded, was no longer in vogue. You know, when the idea of a Jewish nationalist state was introduced in the 1880s, it was popular in the whole world to be a nationalist. After the Second World War, and the Nazis were nationalists, nationalism became a bad idea even before Israel was born. Eretz Yisrael, as it is today, is unsustainable. The Eretz Yisrael that's going to be forever is Eretz Yisrael based on Torah. Not an Eretz Yisrael which is based on other political principles that supports Torah. And I think that's how you understand the Rebbeim's position about considering the establishment of the state as something which is a part of Yiddishkeit. Is it a good thing? Yeah. Um, Rabbi Posner, Rabbi Label Posner tells the story that his father visited New York after the state was founded and he sat down to talk to our Rebbe, the Ramashi was called in and the Rebbe, he asked the Rebbe, what's our position? Because he knew that we were anti-Zionists and the Rebbe said, if anybody would create any place in the world, a, a, a place, if the Jews had self-governance, were they able to protect themselves, especially after the Holocaust, you have to support it. And it's not about Eretz Yisrael, it's about a place where Jewish people can be safe and protect one another. And the Rebbeim absolutely supported that. And of course, we all know that the Rebbe ardently and passionately argued that our ownership of Eretz Yisrael is not because of 1948, and it's not because of Zionism, but because of Avram Avinu and Moshe Rabbeinu and Bereshis Baro Lekim, that the Ebesh created the world Bishvil Yisrael, Bishvil HaToyrah. So the Rebbe is all for Eretz Yisrael and keeping every inch, but the state as it is right now, to be considered a part of Yiddishkeit, the way Hanukkah is a part of Yiddishkeit, and Purim is a part of Yiddishkeit, the, the Rebbeim could not support it because this is their position. Only things that are anchored in what makes us an eternal people, which is Torah and Mitzvahs directly, 
are a part of our uh, tradition and part of what we celebrate as religious people, as religious people. Now you asked many other questions in the course of this. And one Your of the question about Yom Yerushalayim, I don't understand, so I really cannot answer it. Now, in terms of your comparing it to Chamisha B'Tevis, to Hey Tevis, and to Yafutza Menasecha I'm going to give you an answer that I believe is true, but I cannot prove it. I can simply state it, and then you'll have to decide if you're willing to accept it. My answer is that At some point in the future, Eretz Yisrael, as we know it, is going to become a Jewish state in terms of Taira. The way it is right now is unsustainable. It can't. It's politically unsustainable. The idea that it's going to be a secular state in a world that's going to constantly eat away at it and its, its political philosophy and so on and so forth is not a sustainable thing. Yisrael will survive. It, it will survive as Eretz HaKodesh. It will survive as the land of the Jews, as the land of Tehidah Mitzvahs. And so will Chamish B'Tevis. And so will Chasidus. And so will Yutas Kislev. In other words, the difference is not whether a Goy is involved. The difference is whether it is part of Yiddishkeit directly or it's something that involves Jews but is not part of Yiddishkeit directly. Now, I've said things here that I'm really not that comfortable with. I'm not comfortable with saying them. I'm not comfortable with thinking them. Um, but the, this is my answer to your question. And I would, I, I don't know how you're going to respond to this. But like I said, I've, I've addressed this question so many times. Please go visit my site and see. I have a section of talks. And in my section of talks, I have a subsection that is so where I have I think three different talks on this subject.